Hello, welcome to the Violet Nights podcast. My name's Nan Napoleon and I work at Southbank Centre where I'm hiding from the rain. Alex is away in Japan having a lovely time, so it's just me here. Violet Nights is a real life space for online conversations. We bring you the most authentic speakers discussing relevant topics that impact young people. Previous Violet Nights have included the phenomena of cancel culture, body politics in a social media age, as well as queer activism now. So tonight's event, with No Bots, No Label, aims to break down preconceptions and stigma around youth homelessness. Brought to us by theatre company Carbwell Citizens, they work with actors with real-life experiences using Thorum Theatre techniques. The play allows the audience to participate in the performance in order to change the outcome of the story through the character Aurora. And do you think they care about us? They don't care about they us. They don't care about us at all. We're not even, I'm not sure how much longer I can be here for. So before we start, if you want to get involved in the conversation, use the hashtag Violet Nights and at Southbank Centre on socials. In the meantime, let's get to the stage. It's Samara. <laughs> it's Donnell. So can you tell us how you got involved with Carbold Citizens? Um, so we all got involved because we've all had like our individual connections of why Carbosites helped us out. And then we started obviously attending ACNOW, which is a workshop that happens on Wednesdays um, every week. And yeah, that's how we got involved in this. The man is like a maze, trying to find his way to take. Feeling low and in a down place isn't the same. Stress levels increasing, high intent. Sometimes I feel like a dog stuck in a cage. The reason why I um, have been in Carbo Citizens is because I've come from a hostel, so an organisation was brought to the hostel to help people to get off the streets, to do acting and do something different that other people don't usually do, which gives someone an opportunity to start acting or um, to do something more productive of themselves instead of being on the streets. So can you tell us about the play Stressing My Identity? So the play Stressing My Identity is based on the main character Aurora and the struggles that she's going through based on homelessness, her dad and mental health. I'm homeless. Do you have any proof of that? I got kicked out of my house and, and I'm staying with a friend so but... So you're not homeless, you're staying with a friend? Wait, it's only temporary. I can't stay there longer. I, I, I right. Can't. What about the family home? I can't go back there. My dad. I, I, I just. I can't go back there. Right. I might need to speak to dad. You can't do that. You. You can't do that. So you played Aurora. How did you find it? Um, it's actually interesting because when we were actually devising this piece, we're pretty much using and utilizing our own experiences. And obviously, I've been in the position where I've been homeless. I've experienced that. I've experienced the idea of having to like sofa surf you know so like I kind of can relate to her character because technically the ideas are coming from us it's coming from a truth it's not just like made up what is life is there such things as relationships or are they just bonds to be broken 
so I'm actually feeling it. But then we also had to think about, you know, you're an actor, so be professional, don't get too carried into the um, role because you don't want to be jeopardizing how you actually feel as a person. So yeah, I, I kind of feel like it was easy to relate to, but at the same time, it was quite difficult to separate the real you from that character. You're wasting the energy. I, I, no, I, I don't you're mean to. It. You're just ruining Honestly, it. Honestly, guys, I don't mean to. We perform each scene, and then the audience had to step in and say um, stop when they felt they could intervene and maybe change something about the protagonist's um, outcome within that scene. You're ruining it. Can you not see that I'm stressed out? Like I'm going through something right now. I need help. I need support. But we can support you. We're your friends. That's what we're here for. That's all I want. That's all I want. I think I've got anxiety now. It's really bad. I'm worried. Progress. Yeah. Um, so what did you think when the audience got involved and like their ideas? Do you think it worked well? Do you think it's like was effective? Um, I think it well, kind of worked well and kind of didn't because sometimes situations didn't get solved, but some situations did get solved. So I feel like 50-50 to be fair. Personally, from watching it as the character, um, I kind of felt like I can see where everyone thinks the same and everyone will try and do the same thing. Um, and it's really difficult when you're put in that, own, that position because from an audience, you're probably thinking, yeah, I could change that, I could do this, I could maybe mix it up. But when you actually get put on stage, because I was watching like, the actual audience feeling like under pressure and it was like, quite interesting to see that. But um, yeah, they did well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, we'll tell you later about our free podcast-making course. And here's Kiri Grant, Programme Manager at Cardboard Citizens. So Cardboard Citizens is a theatre company that's been going for like 27 years now. And our company is based on a methodology called Forum Theatre, which originally um, was created by Augusta Boal who is a theatre maker from Brazil. And, you know, the vision is for us to keep sharing stories around homelessness, campaigning around young people or, you know, even people over 25 to make sure that they're heard, but also that they they can express themselves. And the story tonight, um, which was called Stressing My Identity, has come from them. So it's a devised piece of theatre. It wasn't scripted. Um, It was created within two weeks of intensive work and they came up with all the elements all the kind of topics they wanted to speak about it was all them the great thing about this project is we were able to pay our young people and it's really important to us that we're not just you know creating theater and showcasing it we want to also employ our members Um, we want to make sure that we can support their career so for us to be coming here tonight at South Bank um, Centre and being part of Violet's Nights was really good for those young people to have that professional experience but also be in a building where creativity is going on all the time so Kiri what part of the play moved you the most the whole thing moved me because I've seen our young people go on an intensive journey for two weeks the young people have put their heart their soul their stories into something um, and that's very special and for me it's not actually the play it's the process that we've gone through that has actually meant a lot to me and inspired me that was Kiri Grant program manager at Cardboard Citizens so now back to the stage and the performers excuse me who are you blood 
I'm Jay, I'm just looking for my sister. Do you, do you live in this hospital? Why are you asking question for? I listen, bro, I just wanna, I wanna, what? I'm looking for my sister. Do, do you know sister? her? What's her name, what's her name? Aurora. I know Aurora, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? I, two weeks, I haven't seen her for two weeks. What, would you, have you got a number? I, Why would I have a number? I need to, I am the entitlement, man. I, I can't help you still. You're, Selfie time. Mm. Nice, nice dog. She's gone. So what's been the most interesting part of the experience? There's actually a few. I mean, I think learning about everyone else's experiences and seeing how our, all our stories come together, but then also seeing how well we work as a team, especially when it comes to improvisation, because you're very much put on the spot. So a lot of the time you might kind of like look to like someone else, you're like, can you help me? And then it's like, you jump in and, yeah, I think it's all been really good though. This place feels like prison. Feels like I'm stuck in a cell. You know what I mean? Oh, like that. I might... am so sick of these room checks. I have no privacy Trust here. Trust me. And do you think they care about us? They don't care about they us. They don't care about not us at all. I'm not even. I'm not sure how much longer I can be here for. You know that? No. Uh, the good part of the experience is getting to form relationships that can lead to something else and can get stronger as friends. Also, it's really good to be acting with different people and like creating something that is our own, you know, problems that we've had before and we've added into it and, you know, put a bit of seasoning on it to make it, you know, more creative and more, I would say, something that we can relate to our people, people that can relate to us about situations that have been made or which have happened, yeah. So what do you think people can do to help young people in these situations? Or where do you think the government should step in? Like, do you have any ideas? Well, there are different charities and organisations that I think that media and social media can help to kind of put out there so young people can see where they can get help. I think it's important for schools and colleges and universities to also be aware of these organisations so that they can pass the same information on to their students and for people that young people would probably trust, like teachers, that they do have some sort of mental health training or safeguard training so that they are able to help a young person who may need it. Um, I think, so obviously behind the scenes of like, you know, performing, I actually work in local government and I feel like a lot of the audience members were looking towards um, the government to do something about it and I feel like maybe we need to branch out and get other people so like it's not just about providing a place for people to be and young children to be or whatever it's about actually providing advice information for people to like find out what's going on around them and different services it's not just about here's this youth center and make do with it as you will I feel like they need to have maybe staff that's there 24 seven saying, are you okay? Why are you here? Like asking young people questions rather than just providing different spaces for them to be in. Yeah. Page 17, Homeless. 
yeah, acting was amazing. From not having experienced it myself at that age, it's, you don't really think about it in your own personal opinion, so it really brings it to light that kind of those topics that exist and that maybe we should be thinking and talking about it more in general. Oh yeah, I thought it was really cool. I really like that they, obviously, they um, include the audience. I haven't seen that before. It was excellent from actors and actresses, if we still say that. It was a very good message that was sent across, not just for the people that are going through it, for the people around them that are going through this sort of things. It just gives us a different perspective from people's experience. We just don't stereotype them, uh, put them in boxes and label them. We kind of like, we could in the show see the main character as a whole. I thought the young people were amazing and I, what I felt was really good was it actually helped me as a, I'm a teacher um, and actually looking at some of those situations and thinking, gosh, and I have had some of those conversations before and am I actually dealing with that in a sympathetic way? Um, so for me it's been a really good way to actually just remind myself that I have to make sure there's compassion there and looking for what's underneath that and trying to find out what the story behind all those situations is. So that's just about it from us. Remember, hashtag Violet Nights or at South Bank Centre on socials if you want to get involved in the conversation. Our next episode is with South London rapper Novelist, who's going to share his knowledge of being a DIY musician in a special edition of Violet Nights. Please subscribe and write us a review. We'd love to know what you think. If you're between 18 and 25, you can apply for a spot on our free podcast making course. If you love them and you want to know how to make one, on this two-day course, you'll learn how to plan, make and share your own podcast by working on episodes of Violet Nights alongside us and a couple of pod experts. If that sounds cool, head to Southbank Centre's website or just search Southbank Centre Violet Nights and we should pop up. It's free. This episode was produced by Marisa Fisher and me, Martina Yutsi. And me, Maya Howells. And me, Eunice O'Hark. And me, Emma Conway. And me, Temi Deoyekan. And me, Magdalena Mladenova. It's been mixed by Phil Brown and exec produced by Crystal Genesis. I'm Nan Napoleon. See ya.